To another episode of Ajiabiala. Today we will be looking at two different forms of the verb to be in Igbo and how we talk about what something is in Igbo. Our guest teacher is Victor. Victor, no. Kekwanu. Odenma. Kekimere. Odenma. Kemaka ubochigita. Ubochingara nkoma. Amen. So as you said, today we'll be talking about the different forms of to be. And, and before getting into it in depth, I want to first draw on what we already know. Most of us who are here learning are already familiar with hearing sentences like Obomoa, Obom, Oboge, or Obonisi. And then we also hear sentences like Odenma. With those types of sentences, what we see are actually the different ways that Igbo expresses how something is. It's not like English. In English, everything just simply is. This is black. This is blue. I am young. I am old. I am small. Those are still the same to be verb. But once we get into Igbo, we come to realize quickly that the way Igbo conceptualizes of being changes the verb that we use. The main two verbs we will talk about today are and ede. And in a future lecture, we will hint on another verb of another expression of to be, which is inno. But we're not going to get into that now. We'll just save that for later. Now, in English, it is, in fact, let's take it a step back and let's, let's go through the pronouns in Igbo and let's see how we use those pronouns with these to be verbs. Okay. We already know that the pronouns in Igbo are mm-hmm. for I. E or E for you, singular. O or O for he, she, or it. Ani for we. Uno for you, plural. And ha for they. Now, when we use these with the different forms of to be, we will quite literally just follow a simple pattern of umbo when you want to say I am. Or I with that, with that to be verb, you don't say umbo. You can also say abum. Abum tends to be, I guess, a more common way of hearing it, but umbo and abum are both the same. They're both equivalents. So when you want to say I am, abum. When you want to say you are, ibo. When you want to say he, she, or it is, abu. When you want to say we are, anibo. When you want to say you, plural, are, Unubo. And when you want to say they are, habu. So now that is ibu. And we have both ibu and ide. So, Ifi, how about I'm going to have you do it? Since we, we know the pattern, and as I said earlier, the pattern for bo and de will be exactly the same when you're using the pronouns. So we know the pattern. So now I will just have you do it. If you want to say I am, but you're using de, how would you say it? I would say adem. Correct. You can say Adam. You can also say Nde. Okay. So Adam or Nde. Exactly. Okay. And if you want to say you singular, if you're talking to one person, you are, but you're using de. So you said that the con- the conjugation of the verb doesn't change, right? Yes, it stays the same. So you singular, it will be ed. 
or ede? Yes, perfect. Ede. And for he, she, or it, because we know he, she, or it is the same pronoun. So for he, she, or it, and you're still using de, what would you say? Ade. Perfect. And for we are? Ainde. Mm-hmm. And you, multiple people, you're talking to more than one person. Uno de. And you are talking about people, a group of people. So they. I was going to say they de. <laughs> had de. Exactly. Had de. Okay. <laughs> so with that, it's, we see that the bo and the de are going to be used almost exactly the same way, at least in terms of how you make the sentence. There will be virtually little change. In fact, those pronouns, as we learned in an earlier episode, we can decide to change those pronouns out with proper nouns, and we would still have the same sentence. Instead of saying, instead of saying, instead of me telling you, for example, Ife, instead of saying Ide, and I'm talking about you, I would, if I said your name, Ife de, or mm. if, if I'm talking about a bull verb, I'll say Ife bo. So now that we know how to make those sentences, it's important to understand how to distinguish when we should make one versus the other. Mm-hmm. Whether to use able or ed. Exactly. Okay. To make it really simple, if you take a step back and look at the way Ebo uses it, it's really a matter of categorizing versus qualifying. When you want to categorize something, you would use able. And when you want to qualify something, you would use ed. Okay. I remember having difficulty because I, I think I said that abum, whatever age, and was told that that was incorrect. And I remember either like my cousin or someone explaining to me that the Igbo look at to be verb in terms of there's there's something that you are that you'll be today, tomorrow, the next day. Like it's almost like your quintessential being. And then there's the the what you are in the moment, like your age. You won't necessarily be that age. Or you, you won't be that age a year from now or the color of something can change or so I guess basically when you say categorizing it's that quintessential being and qualifying it's more of like maybe a description or a type of being that can change exactly. or it's not tied to the to the essence of that the noun correct that's actually a very good way of looking at it okay. when we take a look at the way Igbo uses those to be verbs it's really the label versus the description okay and most times labels are, depending on, the, depending on what it is, most labels simply just don't change for as long as you live. And it's the things, it's those kinds of things, those labels, labels is how we categorize. And that's when we know we're using, we'll, we'll end up having to use able. So let's take a couple of examples so we can really understand or come to understand this. Okay. The first example I want to go with is, in fact, because we're mostly familiar with hearing bo all the time it's something that we already most of us will already be familiar with it will be instinctively aware that that is to be that's how we're saying that something is and it is the very i guess standard way of saying is when you want to just generally say it is this it is that most likely you will probably want to use able oh question Mm -hmm. and different dialects don't they also say it will like will yes the the way both verbs are actually pronounced varies wildly among okay. the dialects. You will see some dialects that don't use bo, but they'll say wo. You okay. see some dialects that don't use bo or wo, and they'll say wo. 
you okay. see some dialects that don't use either and they say vo. <laughs> okay. And when you get to ede, you see some dialects that don't use de, they'll say ze. And okay. some dialects don't use either, but they'll say re. So okay. it varies. But even though it does vary, the actual usage of the categorizing versus the qualifying still remains the same. Okay. So for this exercise, just go through a few examples of to be. And in those few examples of to be, I'm going to give them to you in English. And I want you to tell me what you would expect to use like, as a translation for that. Okay. It is a car. I would expect to use bull. And why is that? Because a car is just what it is, period. <laughs> so, obu moto or obu wala. Exactly. Because we know that a car is a thing, it's a category of objects, we can know relatively certain that we want to use bull. Now, I'll give you another example. It is tall. So I would use de because I'm qualifying what whatever it is is. And in Igbo, I think it, it is audiogologo. Exactly. Audiogologo. So ogologo is how we express length and height. And because we are because length and height are not objects they're not objectified things they're right. qualification kind of things so we would use the because we're qualifying we're describing what something is we're not saying what it is we're describing what it is okay so in that instance audiogologo would be perfect now what about with age she is 21 this is this is what always used to trip me up but i know now that it should be all D21 because of the fact that her age is qualifying her. Like she's not actually, 21 is not an object that she can be, but it is a qualification of her current self, but it, that can change. Exactly. You can ascribe 21 to her, but she can, she herself is not 21. Right. So... In that case, you would definitely use de. And the full sentence would be ode, afa, and then we have the number for that. Because, we're, because then at that point, we have, to, we have to qualify how many years that is. And 21 right. would be afa, iri, abo, notu. Okay. Ode, afa, iri, abo, notu. Exactly. Okay. So how about this other example? The car is new. The car is new. Uh, boo. Ah, um, moto boo foro ahoro. So it seems you are no, something seems no, off. no. You're correct. You're correct in wanting to use boo, and you're actually correct in noticing that something seems off. Okay. Because when you translate that sentence into Igbo, what you're actually going to end up saying is. That it is a car that is new. That's the way the sentence will translate. The car is new will actually translate to obo car new. Because the word new is actually not a 
it's not a word that we can use with de. It's actually more of um, the word new is actually a noun in Igbo. Okay, so based off of what we're learning for qualifications, I would want to think that it's actually de because the car is new and new is a qualification of it, but you're saying that new is an Igbo is used to categorize something like it's actual objects. Like this is new yes. as what it is. Mm -hmm. So it is, the car is new. Moto bo ahoro, ah moto ahoro. Yes, ah moto ahoro, exactly. Okay. Um, who is that? Onye boya. Or Onye, yeah. Onye diha. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it's okay. You're actually, your confusion is understandable. Mostly because that's a very common expression that you, you're bound to bump into. There are many places where you will see that and you will hear it. Onye diha, Guinea diha. Those are things that are very common. But for the sake of the, for the sake of this particular lesson that we're having right now, we want to kind of just make sure that we have just at least a, a generalized way of going about it. Something that's we can a standard that we can hold on to so that way making a sentence we don't have to think or guess too much as to what we're saying. So we can just simply stick with Obonye just to keep in line with the able and AD distinctions that we have so far. So basically you're saying that for who is that I can say Obonye but then I can also say the onye dihan, the thing that I'm, I'm familiar with hearing. Yes, you can very well say both. Okay, and they mean the same thing, and they both, one has bu and one has di, but just know them. <laughs> for the most part, I mean, there is a reason for it, but it's a little bit out of the scope of trying to differentiate between di and bu because that goes more into the actual sentence structure. Mm -hmm. and the kind of freedom that Igbo gives for creating sentences. Okay. So how about this other example? How about, I am happy? That would be D. Adam happy. Yes, so if we're speaking in Igbo, it would be Adam happy. If you want to make the full you know, Igbo sentence, we say obi demoto. We're still using that day because we know that we are not happiness itself, but we can ascribe happiness to our being. Okay. So I am happy can also, we also describe it in Igbo as obim diota. Obi demoto, yes. Obim dimuto. Yes. And then, isn't there a word for happiness in Igbo? I always struggle to pronounce it. The word you're probably looking for is angle. Yeah. But to make that sentence, we would actually not use bo or de. Oh, really? No. We would actually make the sentence with a different verb, which is we. Most people typically make that with to have. Because angle is actually thought of as, an, as a thing. It's not, a, it's not an object, but it's still a thing. And angle is a noun. So you okay. have angle, ewem angle. Okay. Um, you can't say ademangone because you're okay. not actually because an Igbo angone is not um, something that is qual it's not a qualifier it's it's a thing that is okay that makes a lot of sense so with that we see that Igbo really looks at being 
in multiple ways. And the way we want to describe a being will affect how, the word that we use, or it will affect in the Igbo. yes, will affect the word we we'll use in Igbo. And it becomes important to then try to recognize instances where you know that something is either being categorized or described. Being able to identify that in Igbo becomes important in order to know whether or not you will use Igbo or Ide. So, before we conclude, let's do one more exercise just to see if we can really sync this in. Because it's one thing to know, or at least it's one thing to know that you're categorizing versus qualifying, but it's another thing to also then be able to identify if something seems off. And we can, the best way to do that is to actually encounter something that seems off. So, if I'll give you a few examples. And I want you to tell me whether or not you think I'm using the correct form of to be when I'm making that sentence. Sounds good. Ubochita denma. It's correct. Could you give me a reason why? <laughs> sure. So the verb to be that you're using there is D and ma is good. So you're saying that today is good. Good is a qualifier of today. So you use D. Exactly. So how about this other example? Odemakagini. Okay, it sounds wrong. So in knowing that if I said obumakagini, yes, that makes more sense. It is because of what? And I guess because the sentence is looking for an answer that is a thing, that is an actual object. So obumakagini. When people ask the question, actually, you're correct. When people, it is wrong. Odemakagini would be incorrect. When people are asking that question, obumakagini, they're looking for, even though the answer will have descriptions in it, the answer itself has to be categorical. It has to right. actually provide a response. You're looking for a response that answers what the what is the underlying reason for whatever it is that you're asking for. So that's correct. Odemakagini is not right. So how about this one? Obumwoke. That would be correct because you're using bo and woke is like the quintessential essence of what this person is, that this person is a man. And from our knowledge, he'll be a man tomorrow too. <laughs> exactly. And because we know we, if we look at that, obumwoke, we can then also say that because Mwoke is more of a label, we can, because we can label it. It's a label, we can group it, we can categorize it, we can collect it into a collection of things. And so then we know that the same way Obumwoke is the same way Habumwoke, or at least mm -hmm. in Igbo, umwoke, because you're grouping that collection together. Right. But either way, you still would use Bo, and that's correct. So with that, it becomes, it's really just, it's really just a matter of understanding in Igbo how things are qualified, at least when you're qualifying versus when you're categorizing, when you're describing versus when you're labeling. And really to get to the point of doing that is to learn what the different words are in Igbo. You have to boost that vocabulary. But as you boost that vocabulary, you will then be able to identify this. This is a, this is a qualifier. This is a description. So I know that I will use the or this is a label. 
this is a category, so I know that I will use bull. So that concludes another episode of Ajia Biala. I definitely want to encourage you guys to try and play around with this idea of to be. Remember that learning a new language is about not just translating, but learning how to think a thought differently. And our Igbo language calls us to think about being differently when thinking of Igbo or ED. So try writing out a description of yourself, the things that you are using the to be verb and thinking about an Igbo, what version of to be you would use. After doing that, try and get confirmation around you with any Igbo speakers that you have on whether you used the correct Igbo or ED. As our Igbo people say, Till next time, call the... Akula!